going on, everybody? Welcome back to the High Country Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Lott, and at this podcast, we just talk about mainly Shelly football, Shelly sports, and other than that, we just talk about high school sports. Um, so it's been a it's been a hot minute since we last talked, a couple of weeks now. Um, it's not gone good for Shelly, so I'm just gonna go ahead and break down the three games they've had so far. Well, first of all, I should tell you there hasn't been much to talk about. Nothing crazy has been happening. I have I've been really focused on my um, edits and all that, taking videos and for the team and everything like that, traveling with them. So I've been really busy with that. And then yeah, just just haven't had fi- found time to find an interview, and I don't want to give you like a five seven minute video or podcast about the first game or second game. You know, I want to decently long podcast so you can kind of listen to it and really get involved instead of just a really short one so let's go over the star valley game star valley versus shelly and boise statesfield they couldn't quite handle it shelly didn't quite beat them they ended up losing i think it was what 721 or 714 and they were actually up at halftime 7-0 so i mean it was a battle It, it wasn't it was an absolute battle though because it was 7-0, no one was really scoring, and that seven points that Shelly scored was really right at halftime. So there wasn't much. I mean, it felt like a battle. And then all of a sudden, they, you know, go 21 unanswered points. Yeah, it was 7-21. So they had 21 unanswered points. And really all it was, it wasn't that they were that much better of a team. And I kind of talked about it, but that first game is really all about just making the less mistakes and really just making less mistakes in your first game is the biggest key not being necessarily the better team or you know it's all about the heart and just not making mistakes so they got flagged a lot and a lot of blowing coverage by Shelly that's why they were able to score so much those 21 answered points were all blown coverage they were bombs too they didn't really put a good drive together so I mean, other than that, the offense looked pretty good that first game. Uh, defense looked all right other than just other than the blown coverage. The ones that they didn't blow coverage, Star Valley wasn't really able to do much on them. So they lost 7-21 to that game. Can I just say everything I was saying in that first podcast was absolutely wrong. I guess they were Shelly was going to beat Star Valley like 35-7. It was almost the other way around. The next game is... Sugar Salem now. Sugar and Shelly have a history. Because Shelly used to be 3A. Um, they bounced up to 4A a little bit, but they always bounced, bounced back down to 3A. And Shelly would just dominate 3A. And the only big rivalry they had was, you know, against Sugar. Sugar was always just close to being just as good as Sugar. I mean, a Shelly, now that and now that Shelly's out of there, Sugar's, I think, won two of the last four or something like that. They've been dominating the 3A division. Shelly ended up losing that game, and so so Shelly ended up losing. It was a it was a pretty high scoring game actually. I mean, Shelly still scored 21 points against them, so that's pretty good. But Sugar ended up being by 30 points, so it was 51-21. And 50 50 points against a team in high school really isn't crazy bad. It's just. In high school, if you can hold that team to 21, 28 points, then you can you can still beat them pretty good. 
but that's what they that's what Sugar did. They just held them at twenty one points and they just had a better offense and so they just scored more points. They just outscored us. That's not a bad scoring game for uh Shelly on that one. Um it was a, yeah, it was a dog fight. I that sugar team looked really good. They're ranked like an eight in the state, like of all of all the four A, five A, all that. So they're definitely not a slouch team by any means. And I and I don't think anyone was you know, kind of expecting Shelly to run them over. Everyone was kind of expecting for them to, you know, it was still going to be a dogfight no matter what, and it's always a dogfight. Even if Shelly went up to 5A or Sugar went down to 2A, it's still going to be a dogfight. And that's kind of how it was with Shelly and Firth there for a little while. Um, you know, it was always going to be a dogfight no matter how big Shelly was and how small Firth was because they're about the same place. The people are about the same, so the kids are. So like, no one was like huge to come out of both places. But yeah, so that was that was that was a tough loss for Shelly for sure. Um, and then, and then also, oh, one of the big one of the big factors in the game, their starting quarterback Brecker Williams, ended up um, getting hurt, broke his arm, or broke his hand. So I think it's his arm. So he's. He's out for the season. He luckily he's only a junior. I know that's rough, um, but luckily he's only a junior, so he can come back next season and you know show him because he's he's a star player. Um, he can definitely make the, he can be the big difference in a win or a loss game. Nate Nelson did not do a bad job though by any means. I'm not saying Nate does, is a, isn't a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback, and he actually has been looking really well. He might have a stronger. A stronger arm, I'm not sure. But he, I mean, he's a little taller. Brecker's definitely like a an improviser. He can definitely make things happen when shit goes wrong, you know. So I think that's one of Brecker's key things is he's an improviser. But, yeah, Nate looks great. He, I think, I don't think it'll hinder him too much this year because everyone plays, you know, knows Nate and knows how he plays. So I think they can all benefit from that too, um, and just we'll see how they do. They played, they had so far they've only had one game, full game with Nate. I don't. I think Rick got hurt in like the first, second quarter, so they had like a half game with Nate that game, and he looked fine. And then this Burley game, they played Burley next, and Burley has this four-star right wide receiver and a great wide receiving core other than him. I mean. Those kids are Gatling Bear. He's the he's the four star. He's a junior this year, I think it was, and he's he's definitely an animal. Um, he's number one next year, number one recruit from Idaho, and he's gotten offers from everywhere. And he yeah, he's a stud. So and their quarterback's not bad. So they really it was a pretty good team. Probably one of their better teams that they played. Not necessarily the line because I think Sugar still has the best line out of them all. That's what I've heard from my brother and a couple of the defensive players so far. But their DBs are definitely where it's at. Their DBs and their receiving and their quarterback core is definitely barely a strong suit. And that I mean, it was it was definitely a shootout between these two teams. The score they ended up Sugar ended up losing. I mean, Shelly ended up losing to Burley, uh, thirty-eight to forty-two. So it wasn't it was it was a tough loss for them. Because if they were able to win that game, it would have been, it would have been a pretty big deal. 
But I mean, I mean, they held them defensively wise. I mean, forty eight points. Usually, you don't sit there and be like, "Oh yeah, we held them to forty eight points." But with this Burley team, honestly, forty eight points is pretty good because there's two games before that, uh, like Mount Home sixty two to thirty nine. 62 points for them. Then they ended up scoring 62 points against Valley View, too. So just keep them from, you know, to 48 points isn't terrible. It's not bad. They, but it was definitely a good see where they're at, see what they need to work on against a little better team. But, I mean, Burley was ranked terrible, though. I don't know why they were ranked so bad because they looked really good. And like I said, so I mean they've had a tough, tough two teams. Star Valley they should have won. Sugar was a tough team, you know, top ten in the state. Burley, I don't know about top ten, but for sure top twenty in the state. Shelley's ranked like thirty fifth right now, so forty no forty fifth, something like that. And so I think I think the only I mean it's still a battle for the High Country Conference. So if you look at it, they play Blackfoot this week. At 7 o'clock at home. So we'll see how they do against them. That'll be a real eye-opener for Shelly in the High Country Conference because um, really the only one, other ones in Blackfoot that they need to worry about is um, Skyline. Skyline and Blackfoot are the two top dogs. And if they take three, I'm pretty sure they either take two or three uh, every year. So if they take three, I mean between Shelly, Bonneville, Idle Falls, um, and Hillcrest, then I mean that it it's really close between that third spot. I think Shelley's ranked third actually right now in the High Country Conference. But uh, yeah, like if they take three people from the High Country Conference to state, then then Shelley definitely still has a chance. I mean, who knows? They could beat Blackfoot. They last year about the same team too. Um, they went. I think they went into overtime and ended up winning. Shelley did at their place. So. Yeah, Shelly's ranked 44th, um, and then around, like, in Idle Falls, I guess, counting Rigby and everything. Um, oh, dang, they're still they're ranked 15th. But, I mean, yeah, Shelly, Hillcrest, Bonneville, and Idle Falls are all what's going to be competing for that third place, I think, because Skyline and, and Blackfoot are definitely the top dogs, but we will see how they do up against Blackfoot. Now, Blackfoot has that three-star receiver, Javante King. Um, can't remember the quarterback or the running back's name, but those two are studs, I've heard. Um, but Javante is definitely the main guy. So if Tegan Allman can kind of – Tegan's the corner for Shelley. And last year he did he did a great job against um, Javante, and he, then he did a great job against uh, Kenyon Sadiq too. And Kenyon Sadiq's the number one recruit in Idaho. So and this year he's he's been struggling a little bit, but I think I think he'll like he'll like the the spotlight on him this week and he'll be able to step up and hopefully kind of lock down Javante a little better than what most people can, because I mean he I mean he just dominates he's a six three two hundred pound receiver that's super athletic freakish athleticism and Tegan's like six one one seventy. And so he just needs to play. And then you got CJ fielding over the top of safety. They'll probably uh, have him play over top of Javante. Kind of just wherever he goes, he goes. And if you could do that and lock them down. And then 
have everyone else step up and lock down their position. Because, I mean, you're losing your safety to Javante, so if you can lock down everyone else and lock down that run game, then maybe, you know, Shelly has a chance to win this game. And, their I mean, their offense looked very explosive. Play Kong was great against Burley and Sugar. So I think offensively they won't have too much of a problem scoring. Um, but it's all about that defense and not getting those. Because, I mean, pretty sure every game there's been a little bit of blow in coverage. And that's that's definitely their weakness, I'd say, is their DBs and the deep ball. The short ball doesn't bother them too much. They can, they're can they a very athletic team, so they can stop that deep ball. I mean, the short ball, like screens and slants and ends. But that deep ball is what hurts them. I don't know if they just haven't got a lot of practice at it or what, but that's definitely where they'll be, you know, kind of struggling a little bit is the deep ball, and that's kind of Javante and Blackfoot's thing, at least Javante. So if they can um, kind of work on their deep ball this week, and against Burley they ran a three-man front, though, and they still got burned deep quite a bit. So I think they're going back to the four-man front, and so four linemen get a little more pressure on the quarterback. That's one thing Burley was able to capitalize on is just the quarterback was able to just kind of sit in the backfield and wait until – that kid or one of the others got open enough to throw it to him. So they can get a little more pressure on the quarterback, lock down the deep ball, lock down Javante. Everyone else kind of just does their job. Nothing special. You know, that's what, that's one thing Shelly, you know, they don't have to do anything special. They just got to do their job. That's it. Um, that's about it for that. All I have. I mean, it's only a 14 minute video, but you know, might as well get something out there right now. If any of you listening want to do like a, like an interview or anything like that, um, just hit me up, DM me on Instagram under 28vlogs or even Trey Lot. Doesn't really matter. I'll answer to both. But um, if if it or yeah, if you any of you want to do like a little interview, if you're an alumni or played football or anything like that, then. Give me a call and I'll we'll try to make some work. And if you're also, you know, a high school kid and you want to get a video of your workouts or a game, the only reason why I'm recording Shelly is no one else has asked me to come record for him. You know, if anyone else asked me, I'm sure I'd be able to go record. So if anyone, if you want a little workout video or a game video, just let me know on my Instagram to await vlogs and I'll we'll make something work or something. So. Thank you for listening and see you later.